All right, welcome everybody. We're gonna talk about communication again, part two today. So the second part of communication is about listening skills. And our words that we use or our definition of communication or our slogan that we use for communication is understand first and be understood second. So the listening skills go right along with that because our idea is that we need to be able to understand the other person first before we can be understood. Doesn't mean that we don't want to, we don't want to be understood. It'd be a really difficult life if we went around understanding everybody and we were really good at listening and we never got uh, understood. We'd be really popular, but we'd probably be really depressed all the time. So um, these are skills that generally people don't have because most people spend more time trying to make sure that they get their point across to other people. So they're good at telling other people what they think, but they're not really good at listening and getting understood. So last time we talked about nonverbal communication, and as we said, I'll reiterate kind of what those percentages were in nonverbal communication right from our book. And you can see those on page, um, page 65 of the Life Skills of Leaders. So we look at nonverbal communication, we can see that 7% or if we kind of understand is verbal communication makes up about 7% of what people understand. So in other words, the words that I say make up about 7% of what you might get from this conversation today. It's a little bit different on a video conference, but we'll take that as for normal conversation. And then voice qualities, So the tone of your voice, um, the pace of your voice, how you're saying something makes up 38% of what communication is. And what's left is 55%, and that's gonna be body language. And sorry about my writing there. So body language. So body language is how I present myself. So that's what we talked about last time. This is just a summary of it. This is what we've got to master first. And what we recommended last time was use video and the mirror to see how your body language is. And also start paying attention to what other people are doing. If they're crossing their arms when they're talking to you, or if they're sitting like this, or how they're, how they're presenting themselves and what their tone is, check to see what's going on with other people that helps you tune in and be watching for what body language is. So that's what we did last time. What we're gonna do this time is really one of my favorite things and it's on listening skills and how you're listening. And this is our second level of communication that we work on in the life skills of leaders. So the first thing that we're gonna talk about is minimal encouragers. Minimal encouragers are when we're having a conversation with somebody and because we want to understand first, that's our goal, is that we're nodding our head, that's one of them, or saying okay, or mm -hmm, in a way that helps them know that it's okay for them to continue talking. Maybe they've talked for a little bit and they, they're 
waiting for the thoughts to keep continue in their head, or maybe they, um, maybe they're, they're just pausing, but maybe we can sense that they have more that they'd want to say. Another minimal encourager is you could use verbal terms like, um, oh, and what else? What else do you need to say? Or is there anything else? That would be minimal encourager. So very small things, really nodding or, oh yeah, or, mm -hmm, or okay, or what else? Those would be minimal encouragers. Again, to keep people talking, we want to encourage people to talk so that we can understand. All during this time, our focus should be on them. Believe me, you're going to get your point across later. Worry about understanding first. That's our goal right now, to be really good communicators. Minimal encouragers. The second thing is reflecting. Now, reflecting, one of the skills for reflecting is making sure it, it's, well, let's define reflecting first. Reflecting is when you say something and I'm going to reflect it right back to you. So you might say, I'm having really, uh, I'm having a lot of trouble with my homework today. I might say, oh, so what I'm hearing you say is you're having a lot of trouble with your homework today. That would be reflecting. That seems like a simple example, but it's very powerful because then the person knows that you did truly hear exactly what they said. So it's an absolutely essential tool to use when you're listening to somebody. And believe me, people really appreciate when you take a little bit of time and make sure that you understand it. By the way, sometimes you doing this does actually help you understand what they were saying. It gives you a little time to make sure you're connecting with what they said and that you get it. The next one is paraphrasing. And that's really one of my very favorite ones. Paraphrasing is when you do the same thing as reflecting, but you restate it in your own words. So you might say something like, what I hear you saying is, and then say it in a different way. Uh, the homework example would be one. Well, I'm having a lot of trouble with my homework today. And you might say, what I'm hearing you saying is this homework is really difficult. And they might say, well, not exactly. I'm having trouble with homework because I don't have enough time to do it. Oh, okay. So it's really that you're having some time issues. That would be a paraphrase. So now I paraphrased it again. Paraphrasing, I like better than reflecting because I take the time to try to really digest and understand what they said. Sometimes you get it wrong though. Sometimes you get it incorrect. But when you paraphrase, very often you can expand on and help them develop a little bit of what they're trying to communicate. So you can take it a little bit further than they did and help them along with some of the words. Parents of kids, this is really valuable because sometimes kids don't know how to fully verbalize everything that they're saying. You can paraphrase it in a way that allows them to agree and go, yeah, that's exactly right. Because you might say it in a way that they can, it's a little bit richer and more full than what they could have verbalized and it's helping them learn some of the skills we talked about last time for nonverbal communication. Very valuable. Paraphrasing is one of my favorite. The next one is inquiry statements. And if any of you for parents or for our adult students or uh, managers or you're uh, interviewing anybody for a job, this is actually where this came about, the research on inquiry statements. They, they were looking at people who were the best at getting information out of job applicants. 
And the ones that were the best at getting information from job applicants never asked questions. All they would do is use inquiry statements. And what are inquiry statements? Well, inquiry statements are like questions, but instead of asking a question, um, tell me about your experience um, sailing boats. It was for a naval job. Um, you'd ask, well, I'm wondering what experience you have sailing boats. I'm wondering what, or I'm interested in what experience you have sailing boats. I'm wondering what, or I'm interested in, I'm wondering, or I'm interested, those are statements that then put the responsibility on me as the one that's interviewing or asking the inquiry statement, not a question. It's putting the responsibility on me, not the responsibility on the person that's answering. They then can be very comfortable. They feel more comfortable answering in a more, uh, in a fuller way. And they almost always will give you more information and they'll feel more comfortable answering. Uh, for parents of kids, this is a great way to talk to your kids. For kids, this is something you can use with your teachers. Uh, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what comes next on my homework. If you start getting used to using that, by the way, parents, if you can teach your kids to start using these things, they will be much, much more successful in their future. If they're a manager, or even if they're, uh, it doesn't matter if they're doing that kind of job, if they are doing some spectacular job, not that whatever job they do wouldn't be spectacular, but if they're the CEO of a company, those guys are gonna be good at doing these kind of things. All of these skills are fundamental for higher level jobs that somebody would do. If you're gonna be a lawyer, obviously you'd wanna be good at inquiry statements. So inquiry statements are a spectacular way to be good at asking questions without asking questions. They're good to help you be a good listener. The next two things are supportive or advising statements. So supportive means you say, I understand. Something that's, uh, I understand, uh, I understand that must be really hard for you to have trouble with your homework. That would be supportive, probably a bad example there. Advising is, it might be trying to help solve the problem. Now I'm still listening, I'm still listening, and I would try to help solve the problem if that was what somebody said they needed. So advising helps them with a solution. Supportive is, helps them with understanding. Important to know which one they want. So if you use minimal encouragers, reflecting, paraphrasing, and inquiry statements, you can decide and you can figure out which one they need. Do they need support or do they need advising? Very often we screw that up and we, we mix those up and we get the wrong one. We try to start advising people when really what they need is support. And sometimes it really seems like they need a solution, but really what they, they don't really want the solution yet. So very important to know which one is which solving the problem or support. So these are listening skills.
And if you are good at these, this will help you in your relationships. It'll help you with your parenting. It'll help you as a kid with all the other people that you have, including your teachers, including your parents. And it'll help you when you're uh, later in life for our kids. All right. I hope that helps you guys today. Next time we'll be talking about some more advanced communication skills for all of our instructors that are watching it. Start working on these when you're teaching class. Um, I look forward to helping everybody on their way to Black Belt and beyond and on to your next graduation that we're having coming up in July. All right. Have a, hope everybody has a great day and uh, we will see you later.